Welcome to the Scottish Mortgage Podcast, the show that keeps you informed in all things mortgages throughout Scotland. If you are planning to buy your first home in Scotland, I'm going to help you today in this episode understand the five mistakes that you can avoid when buying your first home, making your home buying process a lot more slicker and cleaner than what it could be. Now, there's a number of mistakes that can crop up and there's a number of things that you can do that could cause potential delays and whatnot. The first thing that I would suggest, the first thing that I would recommend is get pre-approved for a mortgage. Not getting pre-approved and trying to buy a house can be very, very difficult. Often estate agents and new build developers are asking for these mortgage and principal certificates to be in place when you're going out to view these properties. This allows them to see that you are mortgageable and that you are in a position to move quickly if needed. Not getting a pre-approval for the mortgage could see you getting pipped at the post. It could see you not even being out to be able to get out to view properties. So before you even plan on getting out to view houses, get pre-approval for your mortgage. It doesn't actually take that long. It would take around half an hour, 45 minutes over the phone, some documents are probably going to be asked for, and then your mortgage broker would review that and then come back to you with the options. That's certainly what, what I would do. Yesterday, I did one for a client, and the whole from the minute I started talking to them until I managed to get them the mortgage in principle, it took an hour. And that was me doing the full fact thing with them, reviewing their credit reports, doing the affordability checks. An hour later, they had that mortgage and principal certificate. It didn't cost them anything, and it was a soft credit check that was done, so it doesn't even impact their credit when they go to apply for things. So I would suggest that you start now if you're planning to buy a house in the future. What I would also suggest, and uh, one of the biggest things that I see is people not saving up enough for a deposit. So typically speaking, you're going to need at least a 5% deposit when you're buying a house. Now, there's, there are schemes out there. So you've got the likes of the lift scheme. You've got the new track record mortgage as well that's been recently introduced. But generally speaking, a 5% deposit is what you're going to be looking for. Now, you can put down more than that. And by putting down more than that, you could get access to uh, lower interest rates, more competitive deals. But generally speaking, you would need at least 5%. So if you're currently staying with your parents and you don't have a 5% deposit or you don't have access to a 5% deposit, you could find it difficult to buy um, a property at this time. But there's options out there, like, for example, you could get a gift from parents, you could take out a personal loan. But generally speaking, you're still going to need to get at least a 5% deposit when buying your house. So don't um, don't forget that that's going to be a really important step when you start looking. One of the other things that I can see is people can often choose the, their own mortgage term for their circumstances and their needs. So something that crops up all the time is whenever I ask someone, it's usually, usually parent-led, parent to be fair, I'll ask them what mortgage term that they're, they're looking into, and quite often it's 25 years. Now, 25-year mortgages have, haven't been a real thing since... Um, the days of the endowment plans back in the, the 80s and 90s. It's more fluid than that. You can take a mortgage for five years if you wanted to. You can take mortgages over 40 years. So you don't need to be set on getting it over the 25-year period. What you should be doing is looking to make sure that the mortgage is being aligned to something that's going to be affordable for you and it's going to be made, 
you're going to be able to maintain that over the next 10, 20, 30 years, however long we spread the mortgage over. So if you've got a sustainable monthly payment that you can afford, maintain your lifestyle as well as cover all of your other bills, and that's going to be over 10 years, there's nothing stopping you from having a 10-year mortgage. On the flip side of that, if you um, want to spread it over a longer period of time, to reduce your contractual commitments and then have the, the ability to overpay, you could spread it over a longer period of time as well. So don't just go with the, the, the set rules that you might be hearing out there that 25 years is going to be the best. It's actually really individual and make sure that you're choosing the right term for your circumstances. One of the other things that can crop up is understanding the hidden costs or the costs in the background that you're, you're maybe not prepared for. So these could be things like your land tax, solicitor costs, potential valuation costs on properties, mortgage broker costs, moving costs, all of these additional costs that you might not be factoring in. So when you are looking to buy your first home, make sure that you're factoring all of these things in before you are progressing. Because the last thing that you want to do is find out at the last minute that you don't have any money to cover these things. And the final thing is making sure that you're getting the right deal. So not getting the right deal is something that I can see happening quite often. Often when you might approach your bank to get you the, the mortgage through, this can sometimes cost you more money. Now, banks are, are really good and sometimes banks will offer exclusive rates as well as mortgage brokers, but you want to be able to make sure that you're, you're exploring the market and making sure that you're getting the right deal for your circumstances. Often what I find is I, I get a lot of clients coming to me after they've spoken to their bank and they've maybe been told that they need a 10% and a 15% deposit and they just don't have that money, but they do have 5% and I've been able to sort them out. Instead of the banks telling them to go and look at a mortgage broker, they tell them to go away and save up more money when there's actual deals out there that can suit their needs. So make sure that you're taking that into consideration. And that's my five top uh, mistakes that you can avoid when trying to buy your first home. I hope you found it useful. And if you do have any questions, please leave them in the comments and don't forget to like. Thanks for listening to the Scottish Mortgage Podcast. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe if you find this useful. And if you want your questions answered, pop over to our Facebook page at Scottish Mortgage Podcast and ping us a message.